Welcome back. I'm excited. FS Collective podcast. You got your host, J Dub, here. It's been a, been a month, and now we're firmly in the 2019 f- football season. I'm so excited. Football reminds me of the fall holidays, cuddling, and most importantly, peak fantasy football season. Uh, it's just a great time of year. I don't, I don't think anyone can deny it. I guess there's some people out there that miss summer, but fuck that. Uh, in all honesty, I don't like the uh, the heat uh, too hot. I'm soft. I'm a Californian. I get just right, which to me is the fall. You get this Indian summer thing. So, you know, I've been thinking a lot about uh, this, and, and the core of this content is going to be around kind of uh, just doing a real quick kind of overview of, of my league, um, giving some, some rankings and, and predictions. Um, you know, per, on a personal level, the last few years have been kind of filled with with personal heartache and, and failure, you know, it's part of the journey. Life isn't linear, as we all know, um, which has got me to kind of reevaluate everything in my life and kind of how I was approaching things. And one of the and realizations I had was was a need for more human connection. You know, I, I really am uh, into tech. I'm a, I love being part of the industry. Uh, I live and, and breathe it. But I kind of I got lost my way in many ways. And I think, um, you know, my wife has invested her life. She actually left digital to start an exercise business. But the core of what her belief is, is that technology has increasingly has kept us away from physical kind of real human connections. And people need community meeting points, places where they can have meaningful in-person conversations, support and connection, which is necessary for our souls. And I think it took me a long time to really understand that. Um, And the reason I bring this up here is that, you know, fantasy football is one of those connecting points for people. And it certainly has been that for me. You know, even in like these little work leagues, I got a work league going on right now, you know, and I don't expect there to be a ton of participation, but it's a way to see people's personalities. It's a way to connect with them outside of, of work um, or outside of the context of the job or role they're playing. Um, in my one work league, I, you know, we have a handful of women in, in the league. It's a 16-team league, actually. Um, but, you know, two of the women, one of the women named her team Luck My Balls. Uh, another one named it um, a Drafted OBJ and then named it OBJYN, which, you know, I thought was clever. Um, you know, so funny stuff. You kind of get that, that context, you know. You know, for me personally, though, I've had a league that I've been in for 30-plus years. Um, it's it, We call it the PAFL, and it stands for Palto Fantasy Football League. Not very uh, not very inventive, but um, but it's always grounded me. You know, I think it, and I've shared kind of a brotherhood kinship with, with these folks. Um, you know, it helped me in, in, in small, subtle ways, like adapt to high school. You know, it started back when we were, like, uh, early in middle school. Um, it helped me transition into college. We connected through, I mean, back in the day, we used to do snail mail letters. Um, you know, it's this group. And, and I think in this group, I've shown my best and worst of who I am, um, you know, and they've always been there for me. People in that group or the community itself has helped me, guided me what's right. You know, and, and one of our team actually used to be called Cosa Nostra. And it got me thinking, you know, I think actually ultimately for me, this is this is our, you know, it's our thing. It's the Cosa Nostra for for me, for the select group of folks. It's one of the things, again, that is this human connection and grounding point. And I, and I need to make make more of that. Um, so to this group and those people, thank you uh, from my heart. Um, I love you all. Anyhow, on the flip side, I'll go through team rankings, predictions, and I'm excited for the 2019 season. It's going to kick off. So get back on the flip side. This is America. Don't get you slipping now. Don't get you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't get you slipping now. Don't get you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't get 
Team reviews. It's always fun. Uh, you know, I try to take a quick, I, I'm not going to belabor this because there are people who will listen to this who have no interest in the specifics of the league. Um, but I'm going to go through, uh, I think in team alphabetic orders is how I'm doing this. Um, so there's no rhyme or reason. Um, and again, this is just quick hits on each team's general prediction, kind of get through this. So first up, Amholes. Uh, you know, I absolutely loved how this franchise showed up at the auction weekend. Uh, the video roast was an all-timer. You know, for those of you in leagues, you got to have those people that just bring that unique personality, make fun of everything, and, and unite. And I think, you know, the truth is these guys are, are recent league additions. They've been in for, I don't know, a half dozen years, maybe a little bit less. They came in hot, particularly Philly Nick, who's been featured on a, a previous podcast. Uh, but their contributions to the collective conversation and community have shown they're, they're just good people. And um, so I'm excited to, to, to uh, you know, good, good folks. As for the squad, well, look, I love Alvin Kamara and Juju Smith-Schuster. Those are great building blocks. They have solid starting quarterbacks, but there is a general lack of depth. And I think their, their range of outcomes are, are big because of some of the stars they have. But my gut says they, they missed the playoffs at like a seven and six kind of record um maybe they make it because of the breakdown spots but it's going to be tight um okay uh, balls deep mr smooth roller uh another great guy squad has perennially been deep on potential um this year's roster is no different you know polar opposite quarterbacks you got jimmy g who's all hype and and no real performance yet and matt ryan who's now in my estimation is underrated uh fantasy wise um so good good balance good average kind of above average quarterbacks um, definitely more promise than, than production yet. And then a talented, potential-laden kind of group of guys here. But injuries and breakouts are a must. Uh, Josh Gordon, Evan Ingram, and or Jalen Sam- Samuels need to ascend to kind of top-ten performance at their positions for them to have a chance. My gut says they're 5-8 and eight this year and out of the playoffs. Um, okay, bingo. Formerly PA Dream Team. Uh, this squad has ascending superstars in Lamar Jackson, Nick Chubb. Challenges they whiffed at wide receiver and left themselves with nothing for free agents, so no money. So if there were a smaller league where free agent pickups were more readily available and, and you could just do it without cash, I really like their bones, so to speak. But this team is far too thin unless Josh Allen and, and, and a few others ascend to like top five prediction, and, and that, that's just not happening. Uh, so my gut says these guys are five and eight and no playoffs. Um, Black Jesus, our reigning champ. Uh, I mean, this guy brings it, has always brought it. Uh, it's, it's, he's underrated how much personality he brings to the league, uh, to this group. Um, so love him to death. Uh, auction host, he went above and beyond this year. Um, it, you know, his personality, antics, scream, empathy, and care. Uh, if you don't like this dude, then you've got problems. Um, anyhow, onto the team. I, I think this is our most complete squad. This and uh, team I'll, I'll rank at the very end are, I think, my, my title favorites. Um, they have four studs, Deshaun Foster, James Conner, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, and a ton of quality starters. Some regression of the means uh, mean uh, means that they probably won't be, you know, 11 and two or 10 and three even, but they're a playoff lock. Um, and I sport, and I think they sport uh, the, either the best title odds or, or right there with an, another team that I'll, I'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, Breezeway bullies, they'll always be the cookie monkeys to me. I still long for the the souve auction meals. Um, I'm, I'm excited for uh, hopefully he or I can somehow pull off a miracle and win this year, and we can we can get a a place with uh, an up the up the food game. Um, 
But uh, the 2018 champ is is seemingly building for next season. So unfortunately, I doubt he's going to be the winner. He's got s- solid building blocks in Karen Johnson, Miles Sanders, Cortland Sutton, and and Sam Darnold. But lacking consistent kind of startable depth and few game breakers means that this is a mid level squad. Um, they could be four and nine, five and eight, maybe six and seven. But I just don't think uh, I don't think it's a chance, and they definitely aren't going to have the points to win the breakdown spot. Um, Delta Mad Dogs. They'll always be incompetent management team to me or IMT. Um, our auctioneer and resident public defender, the diversity of our community starts with IMT. I've known these guys since I was nine years old. And by the way, one thing you should be aware of to the audience, there's 16 teams in our team, in our league, and there's several teams that have multiple owners, this being one of them. Um, so I've known these guys since I was nine years old, and they were founding members back in 1987 in this league. So been around forever. Their squad is sneaky, deep, and good. Lots of solid start uh, every week uh, guys in Adam Thielen, Robert Woods, now Adrian Peterson with Geis out for seemingly the rest of maybe his career, uh, D.D. Westbrook, um, and then coupled with competent kind of flex starter guys like Frank Gore, Peyton Barber. Uh, They got George Kittle as kind of their stud. Ultimately, their squad in season will come down to Kyler Murray. If he's a top 10 fantasy quarterback, I think they're in the playoffs. I predict uh, five and eight if Kyler Murray is just kind of average to mediocre and seven and six and in the playoffs with the breakdown spot if he's top 10. East Bay Funk, formerly Freakmont Show. The Funk has been the most underrated franchise uh, the past decade. Um, you know, th- this guy kind of came to this group and came part of this, the community through um, another group of folks who, who flamed out and quite frankly, which weren't as committed. Um, and I love this addition. He's just been uh, an awesome, uh, you know, he's a perennial kind of cr- uh, great judge of talent. He takes big risks. He's dedicated to, to managing his team and he contributes a ton to the community um, is always is always kind of readily available and, and texting and and part of it. So uh, love, love that. Um, a perennial playoff kind of title contender. And this year with Wentz and uh, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Travis Kelsey, um, even got uh, Melvin Gordon kind of uh, is, is screwing him right now. But he's got a ton of like core, you know, good starters. Um, I think this team's in the mix. My guess is eight and five, nine and four is roughly my prediction and definitely a playoff team. Um, but can't have too many injuries or needs Melvin Gordon back to, to mitigate a, a big injury. Um, great squad. Um, English is. A sharpshooter, sneaky in and out. Uh, the Shiz squad is great on paper with D. Hopkins, uh, Julio Jones, Edelman. They're at wide receiver. They're stacked. If Dak steps up to elite status um, and, and Zeke remains a stud, they don't lose any other key players from injury, um, and Eli Manning can keep the job, I, they're probably a playoff team. Again, it's a 16-team league, super flex. You start two quarterbacks. You know, Eli Manning and Dak aren't great, but Dak looked great in week one. He's, you know, this would be his year to kind of ascend. Um, if Eli Manning can continue to kind of just do a passable job and keep the job for majority of the season, which, you know, the team says they will they'll want it. I think they're seven and six in the playoffs on breakdown, at the very least. Um, if some of those things break down, then who knows? Uh, it's, you know, there's definitely not as much depth there to, to uh, manage that. So next up, the isotopes. Uh, my sports uh, fiend, kind of uh, brother from another mother, so to speak. Um, three-time champ, won three times in a row in the mid-2000s. Uh, he's got a very good team. Uh, key foundation was solid, kind of running back, wide receiver starters. Uh, you know, To be a, a major contender, though, they're going to need Derek Carr, Sammy Watkins, Mari Cooper, and Derek uh, Henry to all reach their full potential this season. These guys are all... You know, Sammy Watkins, we've seen what he can do in spurts. Last week, week one, he was outstanding. 
if he can put up those consistent numbers, Amari Cooper can live up to his draft status. I mean, you got Watkins and Cooper, both number four overall picks in the NFL draft. Neither of them have really lived up to that spot. Right? If you're pick number four, you're expecting Hall of Fame production. Right? Like that's what you hope for. Not you're not guaranteed it. It's you know, it's not a it's not a guarantee at, at anything. But um, and then cars look great at times. His second year in the league was almost an MVP. Uh, Derrick Henry, I mean, that guy's a beast. So if these guys can all play up to their potential, I think there's a playoff team. My prediction is 7-6 to six and in on the wild card spot. Okay, next up, Los Rihilos Pintos. Um, I've been friends with this guy since we are in third grade. Uh, and he fully admits he's in this thing. He's in this community for the community. Uh, he wasn't a football fan, never played fantasy before, and then got in and, um, you know, has been, been all in. Uh, perennial potential filled roster, you know, constantly building his team for next year. And I, and unfortunately this is another one of those years where he just decided that, Hey, you know what? I'm not going for it this year. I'm just going to trade all my high priced stars that, that, uh, for this year, and I'm going to get talent and future picks. So I applaud him for making that, that taking that risky move. Um, it's hard to just pass up on a year. I like some of the, the talent he's got there. Um, but this is a, a three and 10, four and nine squad is, is my prediction. Okay. Naughty thoughts. One of the oldest franchises, not a founding member per se, but pretty, ne- pretty near close to a founding member. Um, yeah, joining, he, you know, join, he's joining, unfortunately he joined the ranks of the uh, folks escaping from technical progress at all expense land, AKA Silicon Valley, um, and moved up to outdoor panacea, uh, Bend, Oregon. Um, so congrats to him. Um, you know, fuck you for leaving us uh, here stranded. Uh, just kidding. Um, you know, again, as I mentioned, kind of one of the founding members of Costa Nostra, recent two-time winner. Uh, he's been bitten by bad luck to start this season, though. A.J. Green actually got knocked out the day of our auction, so he picked him up, and like three hours later he was injured. And then Antonio Brown, the saga. I mean, I was be- I was behind Antonio Brown, but what, what what's going on? I mean, this guy is like... He's a he's a mess. Um, seems like a good guy in hard knocks, hard great teammate. Just you know works his ass off, but he's got he's got some mental issues. So, I think for you know with this team, Naughty's got Patrick Mahomes locked in for for several years. You know when you've got him on your team, you've got a chance that guy can light up any given week. But this roster screams 2020 to me. Um, my my gut says five and eight is is the the record and out of the playoffs. Okay, uh, uh, firefighters. Uh, officially, the Palo Alto Firefighters, or PAFF, uh, I think there's some trademark infringement on the actual league there, since the league is the PAFL, and this is the PAF. Uh, but the teacher is always quietly schooling the rest of us. That's the that's the headline here. A perennial title contender, this year's rendition is just as good, but has some holes. Uh, lots of high-end talent potential in uh, Todd Gurley, obviously not just potential, he's, he's lived up to it, but injury bug or something's going on with his knee. Uh, Sony Michelle, amazing guy. I love this guy in college. Looks great. Uh, kind of came up lame week one. You just never know what those in England, you know. The only player you can count on in New England is Tom Brady, period. Um, and then he's got Jared Goff, OBJ, who I'm a, I'm a you know, very public uh, hater. I, I think he's clearly ridiculously talented. But the guy's like more focused on one-handed catches and Insta stories than he is actually winning games. Go back, look at his LSU teams. Look at his pro teams. I don't even know if this guy won in high school. He's not a winner, and uh, so we'll see. I mean, this is a big thing. The Browns are supposed to win this year. He's the big added addition. 
are they going to win? This is all in OBJ. If they're not winning, I, I he's the ingredient that uh, stirs the drink, so to speak, to failure, in my humble opinion. Um, but back to the uh, core point here. Uh, lots of uh, lots of great players on this team, um, but there's some holes. You know, no second quarterback. I think on um, on name recognition and star potential, though, this squad is the home Harlem Globetrotters this year. Uh, they're going to fill stadiums all season long. Uh, I'm giving them eight and five. I'm giving OBJ a pass. He's going to be a winner this year, and they're going to the playoffs. And they're going to be they're going to be one of the teams that you got to be got to be watching out for. Um, watch out for a, a big trade here too. Someone picking up a quarterback at some point on the cheap. Uh, so that, that that would actually change the trajectory, and I've kind of got that baked in a little bit to my eight and five and, and playoff uh, here. Um, next up, uh, Jack Trippers, uh, formerly the Short Bus, ironically a principal uh, with a team named the Short Bus. Um, uh, you know, as we all age, we realize some of the mistakes of our younger years. So, promptly rebranded the um, the Jack Trippers recently. Uh, also, our league secretary. Um, this this guy has been our unsung hero, keeping this community running for a long, 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 long time. Um, and, uh, you know, his first six, seven years in the league, he struggled, quite frankly. He was in it more, I think, for the community and for the connection with the with this group of, of folks. Um, but then he, he had this amazing situation where he picked up, I believe, in the same auction, uh, Tom Brady at a $3 salary with a $500 salary cap, locked him in long term, and Kurt Warner at $1. And this was 1999. So you can imagine from that point on, he's been a, this team has been a Goliath. Um, and this team is, is quite frankly, is underrated. Uh, this, this 19 squad is, they're very, very deep. They've got guys like Tariq Cohen and Philip Lindsay on their bench. Um, my guess is they'll package this depth and, and some future promise for an upgrade at quarterback and running back and turn a solid kind of seven, six playoff bound team to eight and five, nine and four, and, and take a great and have a great legitimate shot at another title. So um, next is, uh, is my squad. Uh, I, I, you know, I've always been my own worst critic. Many people don't realize that, um, my wife deals with it day in and day out, uh, but it's true. Uh, but I have to say this, this was easily my worst auction performance. Uh, what I made a major tactical error, which actually cost me Andrew Luck. And I ended up overpaying for Russell Wilson in the grand scheme of things. I guess that kind of worked out. But that's not. That's just like one little like footnote in the auction. I just was not good, and I can make excuses, whatever. But the truth is, it wasn't good. Um, that said, I had a good foundation coming in, and uh, so I, I think this is likely a playoff squad. Um, but you just never know. And I, I, I'm lacking the the superstars that like a PAFF has, or some of these other squads. Um, even a bingo with the with the two ascending superstars that can win you any given week. Um, so there's not a lot of high end talent. Uh, but there's a lot of flex, uh, startable depth, you know, injuries, uh, I'll be okay. Um, I think it's probably a seven and six, what gets in on breakdown or eight and five and likely a, a wild card berth for this squad. I don't see it being a great title contender, but anything can happen when you get in the playoffs as everyone knows. So next up, uh, our commish Southward jibbers, our commish rules from Luxembourg. So moved over there for a big tech company, uh, and, um, doing some great stuff you know I, this guy has got a strong moral compass and a, an incredible sense of right and wrong um i can't um, sincerely i can't imagine a, a better leader for the group um and i've just it's been awesome to see this guy from the 90s when he joined the league to today i mean he's just he's become such a I, i'm inspired by like how much he's accomplished and what he's done um everything he's been i mean he's lived in different parts of of this country now uh, in europe 
Um, he's a proud papa um, and uh, and just leads the league in a in a way of uh, uh, in a, in a very unique, uh, diverse way. Um, but he makes makes me proud to be part of this group, and I appreciate him him leading this. So, as far as his squad. Uh, it's, it's deep at running back. You know, it's one of his perennial, uh, sort of calling cards, if you will. Um, and he's led by kind of what I call Uber studs, Tom Brady, uh, you know, the, the goat at this point and Saquon Barkley. Um, if he can get Duke Johnson, Marcus Mariota, DJ Moore, they can live up to their potential. This is definitely a playoff team. Uh, and, and, but that's the key is, is those three or four dudes, um, stepping up and then, you know, having some other things, uh, lock into place. I, my prediction is seven and six in the playoffs. Um, last but not least is our uh, is team Kitty, our collective text community lead. Uh, this man keeps so many different threads alive through sh- through sheer will and effort. Um, I don't know what we do without him, uh, both both good and bad. Uh, he is just uh, again another one of these personalities. He brings it. Um, I can't even share some of the things he does at every auction because uh, it would be inappropriate. Um, but an, an awesome, awesome friend and um, somebody who contributes a ton to not just the um, the actual community but the the, the competitiveness of the league. Um, perennial, what we what he's starting to call himself is the regular season champ <laughs> uh, is a, is a title favorite this year. I I, I legitimately think uh, that it's either them or Black Jesus right now on paper and performance are far and away the best two teams. Again, anything can happen in the playoffs. We all know that. This is a, you know, this is a fantasy football league, not real fan- real football, but even in real football, it's a week-to-week thing. You know, crazy things can happen. Uh, but they sport a deep roster, stars at every position, and a willingness, as we saw before the season started, to do whatever is necessary to win now. Um, and he's due. So I'm predicting 11-2 and two and the long-overdue Jankster title for Team Kitty in 2019 so that's it hopefully you enjoy this hopefully it brings in a little more banter um i'll bring back something a little bit more broad-based for everybody which is uh, uh breakouts this week i will i will record that uh, sort of middle of this week and get it out to you guys um anyhow i'm excited uh let's go it's early september we got a long way to go in the season uh but can't wait thank you all before we leave Tell you 